Hi, y'all, and welcome to the Fitness Nutritionist Podcast. And that's nutritionist with an S, since there's two of us. We're your hosts, Stephanie and Mandy. We all know that nutrition and fitness information can be overwhelming and confusing. So we're here to help women find real answers for all things fitness and nutrition related by giving you quick tips and strategies so you can find your healthy weight, get fit, and improve your physical and mental health. And as registered dietitians, we know how nutrition and exercise can help you feel better and allow you to live your healthiest and happiest life. So be sure and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the episodes full of great tips and helpful information we have just for you. You can also join us in our private Facebook group, The Fitness Nutritionist Corner, where we will provide fun challenges, answer your questions, and support women along their journey to a better health. So grab a glass of water and let's get moving with today's topic. Hi, y'all, and welcome back to the Fitness Nutritionist Podcast. This is episode number nine, and today we're going to be talking about five ways to manage your stress during the holidays. The holidays often present a dizzying array of demands, such as cooking meals, shopping, baking, cleaning, entertaining, dealing with family, and all those fun things. So we are still at Christmas in Cowtown, so we thought this would be a good topic to talk about. And we actually have a special guest with us today, and she will be sharing some of her practical tips that she uses. She is a Christmas lover, and she has her routine down, and so she's going to be just sharing some things that she has found through the years that makes her holidays go much smoother. So one of our first tips we're going to be talking about today is acknowledging your feelings. So if you cannot be with your loved one during the holiday or you have experienced a loss, it's okay to express your feelings. Uh, Maybe you cry during the holidays or you speak with a close friend or a family member about those feelings. That's okay. The holidays can be a sad time, but they can also be a happy time at the same point. You can't force yourself to be happy and you can't force other people to be happy as well. However, there's different activities you can do throughout the holidays that can be enjoyable or that can make it enjoyable for other people. If you feel lonely or even isolated, seek out community events or even social activities. Yeah, Mandy, and I know that you were close to your mom and your mom loved Christmas. So you can share some of the things that you've done in order to, you know, it's a happy, but it can be a sad time. So what are some things that you found that you can still do in honor of your mom and to still make it a happy time for you while still honoring her memory and all the things that y'all shared during that time? Right. So this Christmas will be approximately nine years since we lost my mom and we lost my mom right after Christmas. So some things that we do, we go to local nursing homes and we pass out magazines, games, socks. We also volunteer at some um, local food banks. Um, We also do outreaches through our church. We pass out donuts on Christmas Eve and Christmas Mm. Day to people who have to work. Um, That's something we've done for, for years and years. So it actually blesses us more than it blesses the people who are receiving Um, the donuts or the games or the socks. So yeah, that's a good thing. 
Yeah, it is. Tip number two, and this is something that I really have to work on, is during the holidays, you also have to remember to be realistic with yourself and with others. So um, the holidays don't have to be perfect. I used to, you know, be stressed out just because I wanted every single thing to be perfect. And then I realized, you know, life isn't perfect. So why am I expecting that? And it just kind of took the pressure off and you get to enjoy it more. So, and when we think that the holidays have to be perfect, it kind of takes the joy out of it for us who may be putting the, the decorations up and cooking and putting on the, the social events for family or friends and stuff like that. So um, our special guest, Judy, who happens to be my family member, she is going to share something that she does at the holidays to help alleviate some of the stress. So Judy, why don't you tell us a few things that you do? Well, I start decorating for Christmas in October. So then it's done. I don't have to worry about it. During December, with everything else that goes on with the cooking and family coming in and trying to get it ready to go out of town if you go on vacations. So I just get it all done in October. Right. And you also help other people because the last year you came to my house and you helped me decorate and that alleviated a lot of my stress. (laughs) I do. I decorate for a lot of people. Yeah. I help a lot of people with mainly their trees and putting up like inside decor. I don't do a lot of outside for other people. Right. So do you have a system that you use while you're decorating? Do you try to do one section at a time or one tree at a time and versus pulling everything out or, or is that your system? You pull everything out and then you decorate. Well, I pull everything out, but I have a box for each tree that goes up. Mm -hmm. And then when I just do one tree at a time, And I start with the topper and then I do ribbon, ornaments. The last thing you do is put all the picks in and then I just move to the next tree, but I have everything organized. Okay. So that's the key is organization. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And Stephanie's pretty organized as well. So yeah. Yeah. So that's some good tips. Another thing that we do that I have found that can help you be realistic at the holidays is, you know, my kids are now 20. And they've moved off to college. So sometimes as families grow, traditions also change as well. So you have to be open to creating new traditions, which for someone like me who doesn't really care for change, you know, it's like, no, you know, we've always done this, this and this, but it can be fun and exciting and you can create new memories and things like that from trying new things out. And as your family member grows, you know, things can change and it it can end up being a fun time. Yeah. I can second that one. My daughter just got married this year. Mm -hmm. So I learned that I don't necessarily have to take back row. However, I want her to create her new traditions and, you know, put her husband first as well. Mm -hmm. So Judy, you have, your sons are in their 20s. What have you learned as the years have gone on about being more flexible or, you know, changing traditions or anything like that? Uh, We probably won't change much until they get married and start their own families. And then what we, we've already discussed that stuff. And so like when they have children, then they'll all, of course, be at their own home for Santa to come Mm -hmm. And 
they're not other places like the kids are home, Santa comes and then they do their, their day. Okay. But like mine will be probably a couple of days before or maybe after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it just to make it easier on everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's we, we, point, we've yeah. talked the same thing. I don't mind doing mine before doing it after, mm-hmm. you know, it, again, it's just all about um, family. So something else about being realistic is set a budget and stick with that budget when it comes to food and to gifts. Don't try and buy happiness. Food is expensive. So if food is a huge factor for you, ask people who are coming to your house to bring Mm -hmm. something. You don't have to buy all the food, cook it. Other people get enjoyment with cooking. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know that because we have a pretty big family and, you know, I know Judy likes to cook. So, and she's always offering, you know, to bring stuff, do stuff, even coming and helping. So right. if you don't ask, you don't yeah. know if people have that servant's heart, like you may have. And it makes it more of a family affair too. Like I mentioned on the last one, you know, my aunt Lou always does the cornbread dressing. Another one of my aunts, she brings like the green bean casserole and things. My cousin Joseph's wife, Laura, she makes homemade yeast rolls. So everybody looks forward to those because they're just delicious, you know, but like you said, it helps relieve the burden and then it lets everybody bring something and, you know, sharing it together, which is really what family and Christmas and those memories are about anyway. So, you know, you, you can't buy happiness. So moving on to tip number three is I love this one, plan ahead. And that's where Judy is an expert on this too. So one of our things is to set aside specific days um, for shopping, cooking, and that type of thing. So Judy, tell us what you've shared with us before, like how you kind of plan for the holidays. I make all of my stuff the week before, like who's doing what, who's making what, who's cooking what. Mm -hmm. Send the list out to everybody on what they're doing, what they want to do. And then like two days before I prepare all the desserts and the only thing we cook that day is like the meat. Mm-hmm. I just get mm-hmm. it all done ahead of time. Yeah. That's a great idea. And then you can sit back on the day of and just mm-hmm. enjoy it instead of, you know, scurrying around everywhere. And I think that kind of ties into, you know, like don't over schedule your time. So, you know, you make a list out and I'm the world's worst. You know, I think I'm going to get 15 things done. And realistically, you know, three of those might get done. So, you know, when you think that you can get more done than what you actually have time for, you're just doing a disservice to yourself and then also to your family, because then you end up being stressed and you're kind of robbing from their joy. So just try to, you know, plan and schedule and like you said look ahead and have those certain days and just you know work within in the time that you have and I remember last year at Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve Christmas Day I got up like at five o'clock in the morning to start all the cooking (laughs) and I was exhausted by the time we had dinner Mm -hmm. right so my joy was kind of taken from that because I was too tired to enjoy it yeah. So I'm definitely going to be taking some of those tips from Judy this year. Yeah. So then tip number four, and to me, this is a big one. Don't abandon your healthy habits. So don't throw all your healthy eating habits out the window. You know, enjoy the holidays, but remember that nutrition, the way that you nourish your body, 
the level of activity that you keep up can also directly go to how you're feeling. You know, if you're eating a bunch of junk and you're not exercising, you're not still letting yourself do the things you need to do, that can affect your mood and your level of energy and things like that during the holidays. So remember, you still need to take care of yourself. You know, Christmas is one day, Thanksgiving is one day. So try to eat healthier around that. So you're still feeling good and make time to move your body and exercise because we all know that that goes to helping you be in a better mood and just feeling better about yourself overall. So be sure that you don't abandon those healthy habits. And, you know, not to say that you have to stick with the exact same regimen, but don't throw all caution to the wind. Yeah. And we're also not saying you don't have to enjoy those favorite foods, Mm -hmm. but we want you to balance those with, like Stephanie just said, that physical activity. And this time of the year, we get so busy that we often let that exercise go to the side and exercise is so important to help us decrease stress and depression this time of the year. And right now, um, depression, it affects one in six adults. However, if we're physically active, depression only affects one in 12 adults. Mm -hmm. That's pretty significant. If we're exercising, it cuts the depression in half. And so since we're talking about depression, We also encourage you, if you are experiencing depression, seek professional help. There's no shame in that. You know, I I don't know about you guys. I suffered postpartum depression, pretty significant. I went to a counselor and it, it helped me pretty much. So don't let the holidays become something that you dread. Instead, take steps to prevent the stress and the depression So that way you can enjoy the holidays with your family and your friends. Right. So those are our five tips. Acknowledge your feelings. Be realistic. Be sure you plan ahead. Don't abandon your healthy habits. And then if you need professional help, be sure that that you seek that out. So just learn to recognize your holiday triggers, such as financial pressures, personal demands, so you can combat those before they lead to a holiday meltdown. So with a little planning and some positive thinking, you can find peace and joy during the holidays. So we hope that you found this episode helpful and a special thank you to Judy for joining us today. And we hope that you will join us for our next episode. And if you can, be sure to rate and review our podcast, share this with your friends and family that you think would find helpful. And we will talk to y'all on our next episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you gained a little more info to help you along your journey to your best life. We would love it if you would take just a minute to write this podcast and share it with your family and friends. And as always, let us know if you have anything you would like us to talk about on any future episodes. And don't forget, go to the Fitness Nutritionist Corner, our private Facebook group, where we'll have those fun challenges. We'll answer your questions and support women along their journey to a better health. You can also contact us on our website at thefitnessnutritionist.com. And that's nutritionist with an S. And just remember, ladies, you are worth it.